Well, good evening. We are here today for You're Not the Only One podcast. And I'm here with my dear sisters, Angela, Nakia, and Wendy. And my name is Nancy Carroll. And um, I like to do something called Her Sisterhood. And these right here are my sisters. So, Nakia, introduce yourself, please. Hi, everyone. I'm so happy that we can come back together again for our second podcast, You're Not the Only One. I look so forward to us engaging again. I am a mom of three, and I am a working mom, and I love the Lord Jesus, and I'm really excited that we can share this opportunity with you, and we hope that you'll be blessed by it. Good evening, everyone. This is Wendy. Hi, this is Wendy. (laughs) I'm so happy to be here with my sisters today. Um, I can't say enough about how much they bless me in my life and encourage me. And that's what we want to do with each and every one of our podcasts is make sure that we are encouraging you in your daily walk in life. And we recognize how God blesses us and we're grateful and we want you to feel the same. Yes, and we have Angela. Hi, everyone. This is Angela Bryce here with You're Not the Only One. I'm the founder of Lady in Balance, and I'm just so excited to be able to share just another um, podcast with you all. I'm excited to be able to be here with my sisters in Christ, my friends for over 20 years, and we just really hope that you guys enjoyed this particular session. Yes, and as Angela said, we have been friends for over 20 years. It's crazy that uh, it's been almost 20 years, and we are just doing a getaway right now. So we're recording this podcast. We're doing a getaway. My name is Nancy. I'm a mom. I am a nurse. I am a mother of three because my daughter mentioned I didn't say mother of three. So I am a mother of three, um, two sons and a daughter. I love them dearly. And I love to do ministry. And um, that's just a little bit about myself. So we're going to start with just a prayer. Lord, we come before you. We thank you for this time. Help us to just have peace, joy, and love. Father God, strengthen us as we just discuss this topic here, just many topics that will come. And Lord, we just ask that you bless all those that are listening and give us guidance. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 So, now I would just like to start off with something that we all go through, um, even when you feel like you may be the only one. And I just want to know, what do you all do when you feel overwhelmed? And do you recognize it in your life? Well, this is Nikia, everyone. And... I will say that oftentimes I felt overwhelmed. And to keep it honest, you're not the only one. Usually the first thing that I do when I feel overwhelmed is I will cry. I will have a good, wholesome cry. And because tears are cleansing and they release you of emotions. Yes. And it keeps you, hopefully, from doing and saying things that you will later have to go back and apologize for and sometimes your words you cannot take away. So I will release that tension immediately with some tears 
And I, I thank God for that. I've been called extra emotional, but that's the first thing I do. <laughs> and then after that, I do try to sit with myself a little bit, maybe meditate on God's Word or just sit and just put on some meditating music and just allow myself to just come into a wholesome place and allow God to just remind me of what's real, what's true. And then I'll go to His Word and just start reading scriptures that I've written down in the good times. And one of them is Psalm 8 and 6. You have made him to have dominion over the works of your hands, and you have put all things under his feet. So that's one of my favorite scriptures to help remind me that even this will pass. Thanks, Nakia, for sharing. I'm so glad you read that scripture from Psalm. Um, I also have a scripture from Psalm that I was going to share a little later, but I might as well share it now. Um, it's Psalm 61.2. And Psalm 61.2 says, well, this is a portion of 61.2. Um, it's the second part. When my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. Mm-hmm. I love that. I think um, as a, you know, a wife, I'm a wife too, I'm a mother, um, I'm a writer, and of course I have, you know, my career and everything. It's really easy to be overwhelmed. It's really easy to kind of um, get stressed out at some point. And I think I find myself, um, when I do feel overwhelmed, one, I do try and just, I notice it physically because I, I feel find myself holding my breath a lot and not really breathing. (laughs) Um, And, and I try and breathe. And then of course I'll say a prayer, but then as well, I'll do yoga because I love doing yoga. She loves yoga, (laughs) y'all. I do. But um, I try and just be kind of mindful and aware. Um, I try not to take it out on myself or those around me because when I do feel overwhelmed it's so easy to get a little bit more become a little bit more snappy with other people um that's true it's overwhelmed to kind of um my patience is thin (laughs) you know I noticed that about me um so when I am overwhelmed I just try and take a step back and I try and just uh be mindful of how my body's feeling, how my spirit is feeling. And I try and take steps to kind of just ease that, that, that stress level a little bit. Um, so yeah, that's what I do on my side. That sounds good, Angela. That is really what we all go through being overwhelmed and stressed and snappy sometimes with people. Yeah. What do you think, Wendy? Right. So, um, many times, when I'm overwhelmed, the first thing I notice is my anxiety level goes up. Yeah. Woo, through the roof. Yep. You know, a whole lot of woosah, <laughs> you know, some prayer and asking God for a plan. And then how am I going to execute the plan? And then I speak to my sisters and I say, well, this is what's going on. This is where I'm at. This is what I think I should do. What do you think I should do? Not that they're going to influence my direction, but they give me, they encourage me. And then they say, 
well, if you want to do it and you feel like God has led you to do it, they're going to encourage me. And they're going to say, well, what have you done? You know, and help me to, you know, push through to take the first step to to execute the plan. And then as you're executing the plan and there's still pressure and you're still overwhelmed because it hasn't come together like you would like for it to, you're like, well, you know, I've done this, I've done this. And then I say, can you help? (laughs) (laughs) Am I right? Yes. Am I right? Yes. Yes. And I tell you, you know, my friends have come through for me. Thank you, Lord, for bringing these beautiful ladies, these beautiful spirits into my life because they've come through. And, and so, so have you. Yes, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Thank yeah. you. Absolutely. I appreciate that. I yes. do. Um, that encouragement alone, them showing up for me, it calms me. It helps me push through. Yeah. yeah. Execution. Get it done. Get it done. Day after day. And then I can come back and say, you know what? I'm almost there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm almost there. I'm almost there. And, and I just continue to pray. Continue to pray. Yeah. And then, wow, I've accomplished what I set out to do. Yeah. That's great. That's great. And so what we all agree with is that we pray. So one of the things we do is we pray, right? Because why do we allow ourselves to get so overwhelmed? And for me, I know being a mom, we're all moms, is we take on so much, right? We have so many things on our plates. Like we have our jobs, we have our marriages, we have our kids, we have our other activities, we have ministry, we just have life, right? And then, you know, we sometimes neglect neglect ourselves and we don't focus on our mental We don't focus on our physical, right? And if you mentally and physically are lacking, it's hard to not be overwhelmed. And even when you are, sometimes you look the best. I mean, you have like, the body is looking like banging, right? Like you look good. And everyone looks at you and say, oh my gosh, he looks good. They see your house and that is good. They see what they see on the outside. But in your mind, it's not good because you're so overwhelmed. And I think that's when sometimes people just stop and nobody knows why they stop. What happened, right? What happened? What happened? That that's so true. And that's something I was also thinking about when Wendy was, you know, saying about calling friends. I think it is very important to have that support group. And even if it's just one person that, you know, is going to be honest and truthful with you, but also knows how to meet you where you are in that moment, because sometimes having the advice that you need or the words of wisdom is not what you need at that moment. You do need it. Right. But in that moment, you may just need that person to just sit with you and put their arm around you and say, you know what, it's going to be okay. And then when you're feeling better or when you're feeling stronger, then you're able to really sit and listen to some advice to help you in the area that you're struggling. And also to add to that, you know, um, When you're overwhelmed too, you have to look at, at least I know for myself, I have to look at and see, why am I overwhelmed? I'm looking at every single area in my life to see, is this something that I brought on myself? Is this, are there things going on in my life that I need to, one, you do kind of a reassessment. I do a reassessment. What is making me overwhelmed? Have I taken on too much in my life 
yes. that is making me feel this way. Yes. And so sometimes it's a matter of doing a, an assessment of your life, yes. doing an assessment of what are your daily activities, doing an assessment of, you know, what is going on in your kid's life? Because that's sometimes we overcommit ourselves. We overcommit ourselves. We overcommit our children. We overcommit our husbands. We yes. overcommit everything. Yes. <laughs> so we just have to do an assessment. I know for me, and so sometimes it takes me taking a step back and saying, I need to just sit down for a moment. Yes. And kind sit of sit all the way down. Sit all the way down. All exactly. The way down. Yes. And and just say, you know what, I need to pause, put a pause on some things. Or I'm doing this to myself. Let me ease back a little bit. Yes. And then sometimes you can hear when you go into that quiet place. I know for me, when I go into that quiet place, quiet place. every single day in the morning and at night, yes. I listen for the voice of God and for the Holy Spirit to say, what are you speaking to me? What is it that I should do, God? I want you to take this burden from me. You know, because he will. God is always speaking, yep. right? And so even in the midst of all that, yes. sometimes there are things that we need to do on our end in order to not feel so overwhelmed. So, uh, you know, I just want to encourage everyone who listens to this. Sometimes you have to do a reassessment of your yes. own life and of your own choices mm -hmm. to maybe kind of remove some things so yes. you don't feel so overwhelmed. Yes. So that is so good. So good. So good. So, so good. And I would say in that assessment that you're taking, prioritize. Yep. Yes. Yes. And don't always put yourself last. Right. Yes. Yes. You just did it. Don't always key, yeah. put yourself last. That's the key. What am I going to do for myself today? Yeah. First of all, yeah. like you said, that 30 minutes, 20 minute pause, whatever, you know, silent, silent time. To focus, refocus, regenerate, rejuvenate. And then you're going to grow out of that yeah. and say, okay, number one, I've taken care of me. Number two, you know, go down the list, yeah. you know, and make sure that you're covering all the bases to ease your feeling of, I call it anxiety, but it, in the same sense, it's still being overwhelmed. That's so good. You have something to share, Nikia? I was just going to say that, you know, I think what Wendy said was so key. A lot of times I've even found myself showing up for everyone else and neglecting me. And when you neglect yourself, you're actually telling yourself no and you're telling everyone else yes. Yes. And it's not to say that you shouldn't do things for other people, but it's to say sometimes you need to step back and say, okay, is my no to myself causing me detriment while others are walking around joyful because I'm doing everything for them. Yes. You have to show up for yourself. God's word, one of the scriptures tells us that love yourself, love your neighbor as yourself. Mm. But if you haven't really developed what self-love is, care and nurturing and identifying what you can and can't do, then how are you going to love someone else? Because you have to first take that time and love yourself. And that comes with spending time with yourself, spending time in God's word, yes. spending quiet time. And like Angela said, evaluating the things that are on your plate. A lot of times we put things on our plate yep. that we don't have to have there. We don't always have to say yes. We can say no sometimes. Yes. And it's okay to say no sometimes. 
It doesn't mean that you're not a good person. It doesn't mean that you're not, you know, showing up. It just means at this time, in order for me to give you my very best as unto God, I have to say no because it's not going to be my best. Mm. Okay. All right. I got to say something. This is so good and so real because when I was like thinking about what we were going to talk about today, I wrote down priorities. Like, what are your priorities? Are you prioritizing things in your life? Angela talks about the self-assessment, right? Self-assessing what is in your life. I said, say no more often. (laughs) Nakia says you have to say no sometimes because you have to say yes to yourself because that's important. You cannot be there for everybody else if you're not here anymore and if you're not there for yourself, right? And then also we have to take a break. Sometimes we just have to sit down and take a break. Take a break and rest and spend time with God. When I'm overwhelmed, I feel like, okay, okay, what is going on here? I have to slow down and it's more me and less of God. So I have to put more God in it, right? I have to be like, okay, listen more to God than me. And that says, God, what do you want in my life in my quiet time when I'm talking? In the morning, in the evening, throughout the day as we're going on. Just like Angela said, spend that time in the morning, at night, as you're driving to your work, as you're taking your kids to activities, spend some time and just reflect on what is going on in your life. I just wanted to follow up with the scripture for loving your neighbor as yourself. That's Mark 12, 31. Um, Also overwhelming. Now we're giving you so much great advice. And sometimes the real reality is you're just stuck in feeling overwhelmed and you may not actually be able to identify what is actually overwhelming you. And in those moments, I would encourage you, like Nancy said, just take a step back and just sit down and just breathe. Sometimes just breathing, just sitting down and literally in the literal form, we breathe, but we don't breathe. Right. The breath that we have every day is to keep us physically living, but that mental, emotional, and spiritual living and thriving is just sitting down and breathing, taking a deep breath in and a deep breath out. And also to add to that, um, you know, there's something that they do in yoga. With each pose, they say, breathe. Mm -hmm. Inhale, exhale, because that's bringing energy to your bones. That's bringing breath and life to your bones, to every single part of your body. Breathe into whatever part of your body is tight. And you notice every inhale, every exhale, it loosens it up. It lays you out. It, you know, allows you to be a little bit more flexible, whatever. But flexibility is good. It's yes, good. flexibility is good, but it also strengthens you. Yes. It yes. also empowers you yes. um, through each breath. So I just wanted to add that. That's yeah. all. That was that good, was, Nikki. Thank, thank you, Angela. Really good. Yeah. yeah, that was really good. This is just... Sometimes when you think about being overwhelmed, you just are overwhelmed. And I know that's crazy, but you think about, okay, I'm overwhelmed, but why am I overwhelmed? And when you actually sit down and think, okay, I have this job, 
I have someone in soccer and someone in this and someone that might be doing cheerleading, someone might be doing dance, and then I have weddings to go to. And I forgot to talk about what we're doing as far as my husband and I, like what the calendar looks like. That can be overwhelming. So it's so important to just sit down and breathe because we don't take enough time to breathe. We don't take enough time to stretch, you know, as women, as mothers, as people working for somebody else, like we have got to take better care of ourselves so we can do the things that God has called us to do. Because if we're not here, we cannot do those things. I want to add on one one last thing. Well, for myself, <laughs> I think maybe. Um, relate- you don't really know. Yeah, I don't really know. <laughs> but relationships can also be overwhelming. And I just want to give you a few things, you know, just some things to identify that, you know, we often struggle with also, the four of us. Um, Relationships can be hard. It can be a relationship between a husband and a wife. It can be a relationship between a parent and their children. It can be relationships between friends. It can be relationships between siblings. Relationships can sometimes be so hard and sometimes a confrontation can be very overwhelming and it can just send you into a place. And I know for myself, I have to be very careful and be mindful not to seclude myself because I do have a tendency when I become overwhelmed to just pull back from everything and everyone. And I go into my own little corner and I'm like, I'm not answering the phone. I'm not (laughs) calling anybody. I'm not answering the text. I'm just ignoring the world. (laughs) And I have, I used to feel guilty about that, but I found that it's okay to do that because that is a time of retreat and rebuilding. And when we look at Jesus, he retreated and refreshed and he rested. And when he came back, he was ready to take on the next next task or pick back up and keep going. So that's what we have to be okay with. Sometimes don't retreat forever. You know, you can't just like, all right, I'm done. I'm not talking to anybody ever for the rest of my life. But retreat to be restored. Yeah. So if you think retreat to restore, retreat to restore, retreat to restore, and then come back out with a new game plan, with a new mindset, and a new way of doing things. And don't be so hard on yourself. It's okay. We've all been there. You're not the only one. You're not the only one. You're not the only one. You are not the only one. And as we wrap this up, I just want you to remember that you can lean on God. You can trust in his word. Um, I wanted to read the whole scripture 61 to I read the last part of it. It says, from the ends of the earth, I call to you. I call as my heart grows faint. Lead me to the rock that is higher than I. So it's not about us. That's what I want you to know. It's not about us. It's about God. So take that time to sit with him, to pray to him, you know, in the morning, in the night, um, throughout the day, when you're going through your activities, when you're going to work, when you may be dropping your kids off. And just remember, if you forget something like that lunch at school, it's okay. Like your child is still going to eat. They're not going to starve for one day of lunch. And if they keep forgetting it, maybe they'll remember to take it take that off of you. That's something you can take off your plate. Um, And that's just one little thing. 
I'm not saying kids don't need to eat because they do, but it's just <laughs> one thing, you know, as a nurse, I, you know, I think about these things and definitely that's one thing. Um, remember to say no. You can say no sometimes. So, and do that self-assessment of yourself, right? What can you do that helps you feel better each day, right? In your mind, in your spirit, physically, all of those things. And just have a good support group. If you can't find a group of authentic friends, sisters that you feel comfortable with, you can reach out to a therapist. There is free free counseling out there. Mm. And just remember, you're not the only one. 